let's explain two things. I mean, the United Nations is made up of um, several commissions, institutions, bodies. The one responsible for maintaining global peace and security is, of course, the United Nations Security Council. You know, there are five states that are permanent members with veto power. But then you've got the General Assembly, um, typically referred to as, in colloquial terms, as the town hall of the world. Now, what's interesting about the General Assembly, that's where every member, both permanent members of the Security Council and any other member of the 193 members of the UN, they have equal status, they have a vote. So even though United Nations General Assembly resolutions are not binding, what it does do, it gives you almost a moral compass or a compass of the world, a sense of where the globe stands on any issue with the vote. Now, uh, to come back to some of those stats that you've given, 141 votes, I can't remember when last we've had an issue where as many states voted in favor of, as opposed to against, or abstained. Hmm. Um, so the message of the General Assembly um, sent, as opposed to the Security Council, if this was the Security Council, we know Russia was going to veto it, China abstained, it probably would have abstained on the uh, Security Council as well. So what does this say about our country? It sends a message that it's certainly out of tune with the majority of those who voted in favor. Because as you say, um, 141 in favor, only 35 abstained, and we'll talk about the abstention momentarily, and only five, including Russia, voted against. Mm -hmm. So what could have been South Africa's motivation for abstaining from this vote? Not again. I mean, uh, an absolutely key question. Um, if only so, so I'll, so I'll answer you in two ways. I'll give you my sense about what what I think what happened here, but then we have to talk about something that played itself out at home over the last week. The absolute confusion, contradiction, uh, ambivalence on the part of the ruling party and um, the government. And let's start with that, and there's no other way to describe it, but a brave move by uh, Turco International Relations Minister Naledi Pango, who so far took the most decisive position with her first draft uh, statement that she, of course, embarrassingly had to withdraw, when she called for Russia to withdraw. Right? Now, I can tell you this. That statement by President by, by um, Minister Naledi Pando um, could be in line with a set of South Africa's stated foreign policy um, principles. But no sooner had she made that statement than the president distanced himself from it and the ANC Working Committee distanced himself from it. Just two interesting things. It was very embarrassing and, and almost tragic to see our ambassador in Ukraine yesterday, Andrei Kurnovan, had to leave Ukraine in a motorcade with a Nigerian uh, ambassador um, and, and other counterparts. Yet Andrei Kurnovan could not, uh, when on an interview earlier this week, when he was asked, 
do you condemn the invasion? It's a simple question. We can talk about the other reasons for why this war happened and what's your view on how the West handled and stuff. And he couldn't bring himself. And, and similarly last night, Pule Mabe could not answer a simple question. Do you condemn an invasion of one country into another, and in this case, Russia into? South Africa is ambivalent. There is a reason. You ask the question, why is this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's complex. There is an historical relation here. But, but South Africa must now realize this hangover, it's almost like a, um, sorry for the uh, elegant language, inelegant language, a bubble of a hangover with the past. <laughs> <laughs> this this thing that Russia, that the Soviet Union was there for us during liberation, the world has moved on, South Africa. Get over this Cold War, and up there is a new Cold War in itself out. Mm-hmm. If I could give South Africa one bit of credit for what I think it's doing here, by having abstained, in other words, you say you're neither in favor nor against you, almost sitting on the fence. South Africa is hoping, keeping the door open in the hope that soon after the bombings and the shellings in the next week or so, these players, NATO, but particularly Ukraine and Russia, will be forced to the negotiating table. Then we will have this popular notion that South Africa, having attained our own settlement through negotiations, would then use its great pump card in world affairs, the belief in the post-needed settlements, and yes. that's where it will show its muscle or its strength or its importance and stuff like that. But South Africa better as a matter of absolute urgency come up with a comprehensive statement on its position on the war, including the fact that there should be a ceasefire, Russia should withdraw, but, but not only should Russia withdraw, Russia security concerns should be yes. taken into account, and South Africa should take a position on the carnage that people, ordinary people, are uh, suffering at the moment.